What's up, Richard? Uh, nothing really. I thought we weren't recording and then we were. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, what happened was, mm-hmm. um, I woke up and I was tired and I went back to sleep, but then I couldn't sleep. I see. Yeah, and we were supposed to record about the Yeti, but um, yeah. I feel like the Yeti is a special occasion, yeah. so I need to be a little more energetic and like with it okay. in the yeah. morning to record about the Yeti properly. Yeah. Um, so instead, I remembered that there was a comment in the Prepare to Lore video, and um, basically... Uh, I asked people what was their favorite prepared to lore, and the first person to answer would get to pick a topic. Yep. And that person was Ben Messi. Yay! Yay. And their favorite prepared to lore video was The Brain of Menses. Yay! Yay. And the topic they picked is uh, a mini podcast about Lauren, the mysterious stormy sandcastle chalice dungeon. Mmm. Before we go on, what's your favorite prepared to lore, Richie? Uh, I can't choose, they're all perfect. You have to choose, Richie. Which ones are the prepared to lore versus the other ones you do? I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember. Yeah, it was a it was a trick question. Because yeah. I was sure you were gonna say, oh, it's the one with the garden of eyes, and I'd be like, no, that's ridiculous. This is your thing where just like <laughs> you keep arbitrarily dividing things into different like series, but I, I don't know where the dividing line actually is. Okay, well this is easy. Prepare to lore is the one where you have to guess something. Ridiculous is the one where the series where the lore is just stupid. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I like how you're like, right, but they're all stupid, Sam. You're such a bully this year. You said it. I was being (laughs) quiet. So, Lauren is kind of weird. Because we don't know exactly, like, the the exact mechanics of how you get to and from Chalice Dungeons is kind of all over the place. How so? Because what you do is you get a chalice, and bring the chalice to the hunter's dream, and then that somehow warps you to that chalice dungeon. But that's how I get to work. Is that why you can afford to, like, yell at me for half an hour beforehand? <laughs> Yeah, there's no traffic. Yeah. (laughs) I just got to make sure I have my materials ready from the day before. (laughs) So, the the way that Lauren is described is they talk about, like, people have been to and from Lauren, like the Tomb Prospectors. Um, and also, like, the Reverend Izzy apparently went to Lauren. And there's, like, hunters that have gone to Lauren. But it's not immediately clear, like, how they got there. 
Maybe they use the same method. From the dream? Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's the confusing part. Like, they all seem to want to get the chalices, and it talks about how they use the chalices to access the labyrinth, but it's not actually clear how they access the labyrinth, because the only way we can do it is using the hunter's dream. Okay, but wait, but wait. Let's think about this logically. You find the chalice in Old Yarnum on an altar. Yeah, but like, there's more to it than that, which is what I was getting at. Because you can say, okay, the Thumaru stuff is just underneath Yarnum. Like, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Hinter Tombs is probably like off in the distance. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Then you have Lauren and East. Which are like Lauren is described as it's it's a land that was swallowed by sand. So mm-hmm. it's not anywhere near Yarnum, it's like in a desert somewhere. And not then you've necessarily. got Where do it you think it like, is? It could be like a desert it could be like a desert underneath um Sumer or whatever. Yeah, but it's got a sky. I'll level with you. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> I haven't actually been to the dungeon that we're talking about now. Good, good. <laughs> and then and then you also have Ace. And Ace is described almost like it's another planet. I'll level with you. Yep. I've never been to East either. Yeah. Well, I'll level with you. It's exactly the fucking same as Thumaru, but it has a different shader. So it's like blue instead of of grey. And then Lauren is also the same, but it's brown and has like a sand effect. But but you mentioned it has a sky? Yeah, they all have a sky. Does Thumaru have a sky? Um, Yes, Thumaru has a sky in that if you look upward, you can see sunlight coming through the cracks in the ceiling. Wait, 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 wait. So when I told you, what if Lauren is underneath Thumaru, you made it sound like, uh, idiot said, it has a sky. Everything no. has a sky. Lauren, Lauren is different. Lauren actually specifically has a sky. Why are you such a bully today? Because each one of the set dungeons has like one, this is like the Chalice Dungeon is extremely repetitive, but... Each dungeon has, like, one kind of set piece that's not unique because they're random, you can find them in other places, but that's, like, kind of specific to that dungeon, and the Lauren set piece is a big outdoor chasm with a sky and, like, a a rope bridge across it. So, Lauren is, like... a rope bridge? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I should probably visit. It's not that interesting. (laughs) Um, and like when you go out into the rope bridge you can see that you're in this big chasm like there is um, like you're outdoors and there's like Mm -hmm. other rope bridges connecting it so it's clearly like it does look like this is a place that is buried in an actual desert somewhere it doesn't look like it's just underneath um, Okay, you know what we're gonna solve this issue um we're talking about Is? No, we're talking about Lauren. Lauren, yeah, whatever. Okay. 
So I just googled Lauren Dungeon. Yep. And uh, it looks exactly like Sumeru. It does, yes. Where is the fucking sky? No, hang on, I'll show you. There's like a... um. Where is it? You've had almost four years to see this bridge. <laughs> almost is the keyword. You just had to beat, like, Amygdala and then use the chalice. Yeah, but Amygdala is hard. You have beaten Amygdala, though, surely. Well, let me level with you. This has been a, a day of revelations. We've, like, revealed a lot. Amygdala is an optional boss, <laughs> so, you know. How many optional things do you go and do in life, Richie? I'm just consistent, okay? Well, this podcast is optional. Uh, is it? I don't think so. I think it's pretty much part of our daily routine now. So, I just posted the episode, the first episode of us discussing Notes of Bloodborne. Yeah, I saw. Yeah, and uh, the first episode talks about seek pale blood to transcend the hunt. Yeah, a good, a good, a simple place yeah. to start. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, somebody made a comment. Luis Carlos made a comment saying, "Given that introduction, I was hoping for thirty solid minutes of burping, munching, and crashing cats. I am utterly disappointed, Madame." <laughs> So if if you'll look to the Discord window, yes, you can see there that the rope bridge that connects the two sides of the chasm in Lauren, it's very clearly oh, wow. like outside your on oh, the side no, of the no, chasm no, there no, is no, a sky. No, no, no. How is this clearly outside? It's just like a white light. Yeah, that's called the sky. No, okay, let me Okay, okay. Oh, you're, here, you're oh Richie, on either side of the chasm. Okay. Let me Google sky for you. Sky. I'm gonna I'm gonna sky images. Oh god. If you look at the Discord window. Did you click it? There's about three hundred images of sky that I just sent you, including yeah. no man's sky in a Google search. <laughs> How many yep. of them look like what you sent me? What do you think it is then? Do you think there's just like a neon light up there? <laughs> well, <clears throat> like you, you are very clearly there is a chasm that is outside, and you're going from one side of the chasm to the other side across the bridge. <sighs> yeah, but it. <laughs> Hmm. Yeah. I'm so, just but, saying it doesn't necessarily have to be the sky. Okay, it's the moon that's somehow not in the sky. It's Moonside Lake. <laughs> okay, well, you it's know a what? really big lumen flower. <laughs> um. Okay. Okay, I'll okay. go with that. So anyway, the whole point of this hideous tangent. <laughs> Was to specify that, like, it's sort of hard to square where exactly Lauren is. Because it does appear to be, like, physically not near Yarnum. It's just, like, in a desert somewhere. 
Says you. We just had this conversation. (laughs) (laughs) And the thing is that timeline-wise, it talks about Lauren Mm. is the place that fell to the Scourge of the Beast just before Yana. So, again, it physically it's hard to think that it's like because the Thumaru Labyrinth is directly under Yana. And the Lauren thing, if that was the last place to fall, would be like unle- oh, unless like you, you play around with the unless you say like that Lauren somehow predates Thumaru, which I don't think it does. Um Lauren would be in between Yanam and Thumaru if it was underneath it. Yeah, well, that's yeah. how I imagined it. You didn't know it existed. You hadn't been there. <laughs> oh, oh my god! Oh my god! Why? No, you bully! You bully in 2019. Oh. I have I have I not listened to your effing videos about it? Have I not talked to you for the past year? Have I not done podcasts with you for the past year? I know what Lauren is. I just never been there. Like I know of it. I just don't know necessarily every detail of what it looks like. I just don't know every bridge that crosses that town. Like the town. <laughs> well, whatever. <sighs> but like, that's how I imagined it. I imagined Thumaru, Thumaru, Lauren, uh, Yarnum, and then is is somewhere in the cosmos because that's what the book says, and I think an item somewhere says that. Yep. Like, like you know, like a cake and layers. So first there's like Thumaru, then on top there's Lauren, and on the very top there's Yarnum, and then is is another cake to the side. So imagine that the universe is a cake and Is is another cake. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think it makes pretty much sense. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, again, mm-hmm. all I was trying to get across was Yeah. It's not really clear where Lauren is. Well, maybe not to you, but you're pretty casual. That's true. Okay. So, <laughs> People are going to and from Lauren. We don't exactly yeah. know how. They use the chalices. Yeah, that's part of it. But we don't exactly know, like, are they warping there? Are they physically traveling there? They're warping there. Okay. <laughs> You know what? I have a feeling that when I added this one, I'll be like, I can't believe I talked to Rich like that. <laughs> Shouldn't that be all of them? No, no, some are worse than others. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Also, it's just started raining. I don't know if that's going to be on the audio. No. I'll just use a noise gate. Um, so. Is Australia crying for you? Twenty-seven minutes. What? 
I'm legit surprised. How was this 27 minutes? What do you think it was longer? <laughs> no, I thought it was like, I don't know, we didn't. This is the problem recording say? first thing in the morning because you're delirious. <laughs> and then you start <laughs> shouting at me. <laughs> was I okay. shouting for the entire 27 minutes? <laughs> oh, a bit of it. A bit. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Okay, go on. so yeah, I was going to go on. You interrupted <laughs> me by saying "go on." <laughs> okay, so healing church tomb prospectors and hunters have been going to Lauren via the chalice somehow. And in Lauren, they have found that, oh, there's there's these traces of, like, scientific medical procedures that look a lot like what the healing church is doing. And it looks like, oh, Lauren also suffered an outbreak of the scourge. And the clerics of Lauren, and Lauren does have clerics, we'll get to that in a bit. The clerics of Lauren, like the Healing Church, were trying to control the outbreak, and they were studying the the blood, and they were performing like experiments on the blood. And it all went to shit, and Lauren collapsed and was overrun by beasts. And then, because like the civilization was destroyed completely, it's now just a bunch of ruins under the sand somewhere. Mm-hmm. If you go to Lauren, you... You will run into, this is, if you're doing the chalices kind of in the order they want you to do them, you will encounter, um, like we were talking about with these experiments, you will encounter the beast patients from old Yana. The same kind of beasts we're running around complete with, like, the cowls over their faces. And you'll also find that there are clerics in Lauren that are like beast versions of the healing church clerics. And they have these robes on they look, they look kind of like a, a somewhere between like the old yarn and beast patients and Vicar Amelia. They have like these sort of twisted horns and they wear these, this like white robe and they have a star. So it's like Lauren is like, this is what might happen to Yarnum if we get it wrong. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And the deeper down into Lauren you go, you also begin encountering things that show up in the Nightmare Frontier. And the game very specifically calls out that the the Silver Beasts in the Nightmare Frontier are called Lauren Silver Beasts. The Nightmare Frontier is also where you find the Lauren Chalice, and it's where you find the materials that unlock the Lauren Chalice. So, what it's getting at is that the Nightmare Frontier is like the Nightmare version of Lauren. In the same way that the Hunter's Nightmare is the Nightmare version of Yana. So, Lauren went through, like, possibly thousands of years ago, what Yarnum's going through now. And like Yarnum, it ended up with a Nightmare version of itself, similar to the Hunter's Nightmare. And it had uh, it had clerics, and it had beasts, and it had hunters, and it all collapsed in on itself, and all that's left behind are the ruins and the nightmare version. So, at some point in the future, 
there's going to be another civilization, and it's going to find, like, its own nightmare frontier, which will be the Hunter's Nightmare. And it will go exploring, and it will find, like, the ruins of Yharnam, in the same way that we found the ruins of Lauren. And the whole cycle will just continue. Cool, thank you. Yeah. The Nightmare Frontier, also, you can see poking out of the, the mist there are the sails of the boats in the fishing hamlet. And you'll, there you also find those things called the crawlers that look a lot like Koz. So it looks like the, the implication is that Koz is somehow connected to Lauren. And I think what it's getting at is that Koz was a human like us in Lauren. And when Lauren was going through what Yarnum's going through now, that human ascended to become a great one who was Cos. And then because, like, the Nightmare Frontier slash Lauren is, like, in whatever, however proximity works in the Dreamlands, close to Yarnum, close to the fishing hamlet, then Cos was able to sort of, like, transpose between the two different worlds. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. That was very concise, Richard. Do you want to talk about Izzy and the other people yeah. that went to Lauren? Okay. okay so Irrever- Irreverend Izzy is a character who is, um, depending on who you ask, either not in the game or the, the beast blood pellet pusher in Forbidden Woods. I just straight up think Izzy's not in the game at all, but um, some people think Izzy is the, mm-hmm. the transformed beggar. Um, Izzy's weapon is found in the, in the Lauren chalices. You can't just buy it from the messengers. And when you're in the Lauren chalices, you also run into these, these hunters that like, it's a different hunter every time, but they're, they're the same like data called Izzy's admirer, who are these like, I think the implication is that they're like hunters that sort of want to walk the path of Izzy. They're like Izzy's sort of acolytes, and they only ever show up in Lauren, and they have um, they have the beast claw like Izzy does. So Izzy was somehow connected to Lauren. The transformed beggar. One of the reasons people say the transformed beggar might be Izzy is because he turns into a boss that's in Lauren. Um, that like big electrical beast thing he becomes is a set boss in Lauren, so it's like, okay, well, did Izzy go to Lauren and, like, get infected with this thing? Right. Yep. There's also um, the Archibald is said to have been obsessed with the sparks that came from the beasts in Lauren. You say Archibald, but as I'd like to call him, the PTSD podcast. (laughs) Well, now you know how I feel. Go on. (laughs) (laughs) So Archibald is said to have been obsessed with the sparks coming out of the beasts in Lauren. Mm -hmm. There's also, you find, like, Dark Beast Pal, who is, again, Pal is a boss in Lauren, has a different name that it's implied to be, like, the same kind of creature. They just dug Pal up, I guess, or... um, No, actually, no, Pal is, like, someone who was turned into a Dark Beast using, like, shit they found in Lauren, I think is the idea. Mm-hmm. Then, uh, f- like throughout, um, 
uh, Yahagul, there's just like Archibald's stuff lying around. There's like the Tenitris and the Tiny Tenitris. So Archibald and the Spark Hunters were stationed in Yahagul, and it looks like they were exploring Lauren. And uh, yeah, again, it's not immediately clear how they did it. The other weird connection is that the um, Mikolash. Mikolash's corpse kind of warps you to the Nightmare of Mentis, which is also kind of part of the Nightmare Frontier, so it's made of bits of Lauren. So there's some Lauren uh, Yahagul connection that's never really specified. But it looks like they may have had the chalice that Amygdala is guarding at some point, and that was letting them go back and forth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, the the Lauren thing is really just a way of saying, like, to sort of underline again that this is a this is a cycle that has gone on throughout time. And um, I mean, the impression I get from looking at the cut stuff is that like Lauren as a concept was added really, really late, but it works very well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. And actually, we do have a somewhat of a podcast on Lauren. Uh, where we talk about the silver beasts or dark beasts. I think it's, the, well, they're the same kind of thing, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you have a podcast on Lauren. You have a video on Lauren on your do channel. I? Yeah. Do I? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you I talk do. about it. That's, that's oh, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was, that was, uh, I don't think I sounded like that. No, that's exactly what you sounded like. You I like how <laughs> I like how you you spend these podcasts constantly insulting me and yelling at me, and then when you're like, and then you were like this, uh, actually, shit. <laughs> when if you listen back to it, I'm just like, mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. <laughs> trying to get a word in while you shout at me. <laughs> yeah. The other thing about Lauren is that there's there's like random electric sparks everywhere. Yeah, so let's talk about the sparks. Well, that's kind of it. They don't really do anything. Do they hurt you? No, they're just they're just cosmetic. I don't I don't even know what's like conducting them. Well, you think there's a sky there, so Yeah, there well there's a, we'll, we'll compromise and say that there's a giant lumen flower. Okay. Well, okay. maybe uh, the electricity is coming from the giant lumen flower. Hmm. Maybe. Okay. Okay. Maybe that is part of the process of how they extract the energy drink <laughs> for the big moon energy drink. I think this podcast is over. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I mention Big Moon Energy Drink in a podcast, I'm going to put sponsored in the title. <laughs> Do you want to talk about the bastards of Lauren? Okay. So, one of the items that you need 
Not specifically for lore and chalices, but to do the what's called the cursed rite. And um, if you want to do all the chalices, even if you don't do root chalices, you'll need to do at least one cursed one, because you have to go through the cursed dungeon to get the Ihill chalice. You need an item called the Bastard of Lauren, which is literally a dead baby from mm-hmm. Lauren. And it talks about how this is like a child from Lauren that was like, it says it was infected with the Scourge. There's a lot of stuff in um, in Bloodborne that implies horrible things are happening to children, but you never see it, I think, for censorship reasons. But there's like, the the priest in the Hamlet is talking about like cursing the children of Yarnum, and then some of the NPCs behind windows will say like, oh my God, my baby, what's happening to my baby? So it's like because the curse of, of um, Yarnum is causes anger, like causes doing that to Yarnum because of what Yarnum did to Cos's child. Mm-hmm. Kind of makes sense that it would affect the children, but you never see it. And the what's what it's getting at is like something happened to, um, yeah, the 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 children of um, of Lauren were infected somehow by like the curse, and it it killed them. But then there are those enormous giants in the Nightmare Frontier that throw the rocks at you. And they're called like they're called Giant Lost Child, but if you look at the Japanese name, it's it's like the it's a word we, that we don't have an equivalent for, but it's like the giant's like abandoned um or unwanted child, not lost child. So I think what what it's getting at is that like some of the children of Lauren died and became the bastards of Lauren, but then some of them grew up. And the ones that grew up, they became those huge hulking, like melted Yeti things. Mm-hmm. And like, there's no one, there's no one human left anymore. Like they're either turned into beasts or they turned into those. And I imagine that like, whenever someone finds like the nightmare of Yarnum, that's going to be the same as like the the enormous. They're called huntsman's minions. Those like massive guys that like roll the um the ball at you and like Richie. like back yeah. What's the nightmare of yarn? No, this is like in the if if there was like in the future, someone's going to oh fight okay okay the hunter's nightmare in the way that we found the nightmare frontier. Okay, so like what what the, the nightmare frontier is like a little version of Yarnum. Which is something that I don't haven't seen commented on, but like, there's the beasts there that are like the scourge beasts. Only in in uh, Nightmare Frontier, they're like white furred and their heads are sideways. And then you've got the huge, big hulking guys who throw the rocks, which are like their equivalent of the the enormous um, huntsman's minions that roll the the flaming balls at you. Do you mean uh, what? Oh. This is yeah, those, new. You're saying real- something new now. You you haven't said that before. Yeah. No, no. You know those, those really huge huntsmen. Like they get called brick trolls, which is not yeah, the yeah. right name. Yeah, yeah. those. Okay. Those those would be like the Yarnum equivalent of the giants in the Nightmare Frontier. Just these like massive people, where you can see that like they're not beasts, but they're kind of like losing their humanity and they're just becoming these huge like kind of caveman things. Apologies to any cavemen. They were probably, like, much more intelligent than that. But <laughs> um, Have you seen the gecko commercials? Yeah. Was it the gecko with the cavemen? 
It's possible. Oh, it's possible Miyazaki was watching that and thought, <laughs> "That's it." Oh, I love, I love those. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's Geico. Yeah, and then si- like you, yeah, okay. I was about to tell you about the commercial, but okay, okay. go on with the lore. Do you have to go to work? Yeah, soon. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to keep this concise so you can go to work. Okay, good, because I have no idea what you're talking about, because you're Yarnum and then Lauren. <laughs> if anyone wants to watch the Geico Caveman commercial, you can look it up on YouTube. It's very good. Imagine we described that. Yeah. And one of the cavemen's like, I'll order duck, and the other one's like, I lost my appetite. Good. <laughs> uh, that's because Geico was like, so easy, even a caveman can do it. And then cavemen were all, like, were all offended yeah. about it. Yeah. And so yeah, Geico, I, I, like, apologized. I, reg- I regret saying that. <laughs> because it's eaten up about five minutes. <laughs> um, so, and then in The Nightmare Frontier, you've got, like... I still don't understand what the- you oh refer to as the Yarnum Frontier, or Yarnum No, 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 nightmare. no, no. The idea is right. That yeah. when Yarnum was cursed by Koz, that creates uh-huh. the Hunter's Nightmare that we go to. Okay. Okay. Yeah. The Nightmare Frontier slash Nightmare of Mensis is the Lauren equivalent of that. So when Lauren yeah, got cursed, okay. it creates yeah, that yeah. place. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. I know that. Because this is all cyclical in the future, when this all happens again, the people will find the, the Hunter's Nightmare and that will be their equivalent of the Nightmare Frontier. Oh. Yeah. So that's why the stuff in the Nightmare Frontier like mirrors what's in Yarnum. So you've got Wait, like you what? got the- No, now you're oh listening me again. Mirrors in terms of like the whole story, how there was a curse and they turned it to beasts. Yeah, but that but okay. also like if you look at what's in it, you've got there's the beasts that have the burning torches, which are like the transformed hunters in Central Yarnum, who are like almost beasts and they carry the torches. Right. Okay. They, if you damage them, they go on all fours, and they they basically have the AI of the scourge beasts. So, like, you can see, okay, these mm. were people that turned into these things. Then mm-hmm. you've got the enormous giants that throw the rocks, which are the same as the the huntsman's minions, the big troll guys. Oh, yeah. Then you've got the giant cathedral thing, which is like the grand cathedral. It's got a giant glowing thing in the middle of it that is like the astral clock. And in the same way that, like, the astral clock had the people in it with the giant enlarged brains, in the, um, in the Nightmare Frontier, you find the giant enlarged brain inside that, glowing like the clock does. Oh, my God. Why didn't you start the podcast with that? This is interesting Because I, br- I brought it up when we talked to Bean. Really? Yeah. I don't remember you saying that. You were probably, like, talking to Corvo or something. <laughs> no, I know you were saying, yeah. like, how stuff yeah. mirrors stuff, but I don't remember yeah. this. Right. And that's directly in front of this, this big bridge, that bridge you take across the chasm, which mirrors how, like, there is the big bridge in front of the clock. Okay. So, Richie. Yes. So, what you just said now. <laughs> yes. Um, how do we, how do we seamlessly integrate it into it? 
Okay. I think just leave it like it is and cut out what? the first like half an hour if you screaming Yeah, I will at me. cut out the first half an hour, but I need to. Okay, so <laughs> no, you, you can just pretend to be me and edit it that way. Go, oh, over here, I'm Richard. Actually, said it works like this, and then it just cuts back. To- <laughs> okay, what we're going to do is this is supposed to be a mini podcast, right? Well, it will about- be if you cut out all the irrelevant stuff. It'll be about I- seven minutes oh long. My God, I know, I know. But what I'm saying is this is going to be a mini podcast. And then we're going to do an actual Lauren podcast at some point. I think we just covered it, though. I don't think we need to no, do a Lauren. Need- I think that oh was all. No, what else is no. there to do? I don't know. That's it. But no. There's no, nothing. Lauren- no, that's, that's the whole thing. I, I will do research. You've never and- been to Lauren. <laughs> I'll get Nick, the cinder thief. <laughs> he will go to Lauren. He's very good at dungeons. He will bring me back some photographs and notes. I'm pretty sure they're, they're on the, the Bloodborne wiki. Hang on. Ugh. <sighs> Yeah. Um on the wiki if you just go to the Lauren page, it it links to like a full playthrough of every Lauren chalice. You can just watch them. Oh. Mm. I could get Nick to watch it. Take screenshots for me okay. and bring I'll, me back to the I'll level with things. you. I think we've covered everything. <laughs> I don't think so. I feel like no you didn't because I didn't know. No, this is a mini podcast and then we're going to have a legit podcast at some point. I think I think we just did. Like, there's nothing else to say. I covered it all. I think you're being very something in 2019. I don't know what, because I can't think of a word. I, I swear <gasps> I there's nothing else to say. Oh, what is it? You're being very... Ingrid just came in the window, did a lap of the room, went back out the window again without having done anything. Oh, Wait, wait, I'll find a word of what you're being. You're being very... (laughs) Oh, okay, that's a good one. You're being very... Mm -hmm. Pestiferous. Pestiferous? You're being very pestiferous. Which means annoying, troublesome, dangerous to society associated with the pester plague. (laughs) Oh, I guess like a pest. Yeah. Oh, oh man. Hmm. I think it's time for you to go to work. (laughs) Yeah, two minutes. Okay, Richie, so...
Is, is that all? Do you have anything else to say? Do you no, have anything else? There's to say? nothing else to say, and we don't need to. Do, we don't need to do a separate Lauren podcast because that's all. Else We're to gonna do. do a separate Lauren podcast. Oh, okay, God. do the outro, Richie. That was a preview of just how much we have to say about Lauren. <laughs> we don't have anything else to say about Lauren. But I think she's going to make us talk for two hours anyway. <laughs> I think you I, might be right. I can't talk too loudly because she can hear. <laughs> what was that, Richie? Oh, nothing, nothing. 